Jean Lawless is an author. She is a leadership coach. She is the former head of DEI at Instagram, and she is the founder and CEO of Bossy and Blissful. Her newest book is Do You? Journey of Success, Loss, and Learning to Live a More Meaningful Life. Welcome to the show, Regina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to have you on. Tell us a little about your personal lives, more about your work, and what motivated you to put pen to paper for the book. Absolutely. Wow. So personal life, um, I'm in a new phase of life right now. I've left my my corporate job. So I'm I'm in this phase of kind of figuring out a new routine for myself, um, having gone from having all of the structure of kind of a, a, a nine to five, or even though it was it was much more than that. <laughs> so I've been learning over the last um, seven, eight months how to readjust my routine. I'm in a new phase of parenting. I have a 18 year old. He just started his first semester in college. So that has been different for me personally. Um, and I moved into a new house too, in a new neighborhood. So um, a lot has happened for me um, in the last, I would say, seven, eight months that I've been adjusting to. And then professionally, I've been building a business. So I launched Bossy and Blissful July of, of last year. Um, so I've been doing a couple of events to get that community started and, and really um, build something restorative for um, high achieving women of color. And then my biggest focus right now professionally is the launch of my book, Do You. Uh, I feel like this is a book that I always knew I would write. I, I've always been an avid reader. I've always wanted to write a book. I just never knew what that book was was going to be about. And then um, unfortunately, through the tragic loss of my husband, um, that really became the catalyst for um, rediscovering myself. And, you know, to answer your question, George, that that really helped me put pen to paper on expressing all of the lessons that I learned over, you know, roughly 18 months to two years of, of trial and error and healing from that loss. Seismic shifts in your life. A lot going on, George. <laughs> Very seismic. My goodness. Well, it's certainly not a the bossy and, and, and blissful, I'm such an advocate and believer in the yeah. power of community. Was that also something that you'd always want to put together, that you wanted to put together? Yeah, I have always been a... I think community builder. I've always been the type of person who brings other people together. I've always had a, a pretty wide, diverse circle of friends. And oftentimes I'm the linchpin that brings very different people, very different perspectives together. And so as I was thinking about what I wanted to build, I remember being, oftentimes in my career, I was the only, whether it was the only woman on a leadership team, the only black woman or the only black person. And that climb up the corporate ladder, leaders will tell you, it, 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 they have this saying for a reason, it's lonely on top. It's especially lonely when you're underrepresented. And so that's why it was is really important for me to build a community of high achieving Black women, because we are so few and far between in in leadership positions. And so um, 
it shouldn't have to be lonely. So I, wa I wanted to build this community so that we would have a safe space to talk about certain issues and and let our hair down and just have fun. Yeah, what? Amen to all of that. So rediscovering yourself, I imagine. I th I think for me and 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 for a lot of people that that I've spoken to, a process like that leads to certainly reminding myself of things that I knew, but then also learning for the first time stuff about myself that maybe I just was unaware of. Yeah. Um I, it was both for me, actually. So um, one of the things that I reminded myself of is how much I liked to do creative things that I had gotten away from. So in the book, I write about um, rediscovering dance. So I used to dance all the time. Um, I was on a dance team in high school. Um, and I had just gotten away from that. And during this discovery, it was around my birthday party. I decided to throw this lavish birthday party for myself, um, just to, just to treat myself. Yeah. And, um, and I had come through some, you know, kind of the, the kind of some of the hardest parts of the grief. And so I, I threw myself this birthday party and I hired backup dancers to, <laughs> to dance with me. It's amazing. At my birthday. It was awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. So things like that, I rediscovered that I'm actually a good dancer and yeah. I love to dance. Um, and then I discovered things about myself that I didn't know. Um, just how resilient, um, that had never really occurred to me. I've been through a lot of things in my life, but going through something like this, I was 40 when my husband passed away. Um, our son was 15. Um, I had just started my job at Instagram, kind of as head of DEI, about six months um, prior to my husband passing. And so um, I didn't realize how resilient I really was. So I, I got to learn that about myself. Um, and just how much I value um, freedom and adventure. I didn't know that about myself. I, I knew that I liked to travel, but I got a I got a chance to do a lot of travel, a lot of you know both solo, some with friends, some with family. And I discovered that about myself that I really I value that freedom and adventure. So that was that was new. Yeah, that's certainly it's different stages or seasons of life certainly when you have kids and a big job and just it's easy to not focus on doing fun things and to think about my inner creative which i rediscovered mine a couple of years ago also and to travel and to travel on your own oh my goodness mm -hmm. what a what a weird phenomenon that would have you would have thought that was crazy five years ago <laughs> yes yeah and that was that was really strange for me because I had not, you know, I had not traveled by myself. Um, I was always with family um, or it was a business trip. And so I guess technically you could say I, I've traveled by myself for work, but um, this was different to travel for myself, travel by myself, for myself, for leisure. And it gave me the space that I needed. That was actually one of the first things I did within that first three months of my husband passing. I took a solo trip up to Mendocino County, which is up in Northern California, um, amongst the redwoods and, um, 
just watch the ocean. And, and it was just, it really opened me up and, and started to allow me to process the grief. So it was, it was a beautiful experience. I appreciate that. So <clears throat> the subtitle of the book is uh, Lost in Learning to Live a More Meaningful Life. What is what does meaningful mean? Mm, I love that question. Meaningful for me means doing what lights me up, doing what I feel like I'm called to do or purposed to do. And I think you only arrive at that from tapping into your inner wisdom. Um, I discovered that I was on autopilot for so many years. I was striving to climb the corporate ladder. Um, I have always been a, a very ambitious person. And once I set my sights on corporate leadership, there was no looking back. But in that, I had to do so much to to get there, so much personal sacrifice, so much conforming, um, so much stress and overwhelm that I had gotten away from me at my essence. And I'd gotten away from that creativity, that lightness, that fun, that joy. Um, and so through this, you know, it, it really took stripping such a major part of my life, my my the loss of my husband to really strip me back down and and come back to my true self. And that's where I discovered that at my core, I'm a person who loves people. And I love to sh I love to acquire knowledge and share that knowledge with other people. And meaningful to me is when I'm able to do that. When I get to do speaking events, when I get to coach people, um, when I get to create community and be amongst people and, and share and break bread. Um, so I think whatever that is for you as an individual, um, I always uh, say, think back to what you enjoyed doing as a child. All the things that are meaningful to me now showed up in my childhood, the dancing, the music, the talking to people, the friendships. Um, so oftentimes our childhood gives us cues um, and clues um, of what we what we find meaningful. Isn't that the truth? We're just so busy living as 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 kids, and then we make that shift into for lack of a better term, survival as we're climbing the corporate ladder and wearing the clothes we're supposed to and doing the things we're supposed to and talking the way that we're, whatever, whatever that is. And certainly people who are listening can identify with that phenomenon. Do you think without the experiences that you had, would, would you have arrived at that place or would have just have been I'm just inside the belly of the beast. I'm working inside this Fortune 500 company. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I would have absolutely kept doing what I was doing. I I needed that disruption. It's it's like um, the matrix. Like I was <laughs> I needed yeah. to be taken outside of the matrix um, to really see it for what it was. So um, I'm I'm thankful. I actually don't. Um, regret any part of my experience because I do believe everything happened the way it was supposed to happen. And had it not been for the loss of my husband, I wouldn't be able to see it kind of step back and see things more clearly and have the perspective that I now have. Um, but yeah, without that, I would have continued the status quo. I think in, in a lot of ways, 
you getting older uh, is this is it sounds so dumb. I, I think about people like Charles Barkley. He is an absolute national treasure because he yes. says what's on his mind. And we universally love Charles Barkley. He's like, this guy's yeah. amazing. And he's sort of always been that way. But I think to myself, well, why don't I just be myself and say what's on my mind, regardless of what I think that the impact is going to have on other people? You know what I'm talking about? Is that sort of what we're talking about here? Yeah, I do think you come to you come more fuller into yourself with age. And I think that is also part of my journey. Um, I think now that I'm in this next phase of my life, I'm in my 40s now, the things that used to be so important to me or the things I used to, um, I think, worry about um, just I realize now after you've gone through cycles of things, you realize like, okay, that the, these are just the ebbs and flows of life, you know? So, um, so that's one thing. I think you have enough, like you have a bigger data set, right. To, to, to pull from. And you know, that, um, you've been through some things before, you know, if you've gotten through it before you can get through it again. Um, but also, yeah, I think something starts to happen where you just don't, I, I don't know if it's, I just don't even have the energy to care anymore <laughs> as I've gotten older. <laughs> just like, um, I, it's that it's just being more comfortable in my skin, um, that I am more comfortable saying and being and not conforming as much. Cause like, this is who I am and this is what you get, take it or leave it. it but that you don't have that perspective or that confidence in your twenties. I know I didn't, I was immensely concerned with what everybody thought about me in the, in my twenties. And I'm, I'm not as concerned now. Yeah, certainly the same for me. And yeah, getting older, you have less Fs to give. Yeah. You get a little bit of money and not yeah. that not that I have Charles Barkley FU money necessarily, but is that is that one of the, for lack of a better term again, an unlock that you're interested in helping people to, to, to get to quicker? You don't need to be 50 years old or whatever to be yourself. You don't need to be the CFO, whatever. And it doesn't, being you, is not necessarily dependent on your position or your bank account, your age. Yeah, it that is something that I absolutely hope that this book will give people not only permission to be themselves, but a guide to do that. And I in the book, I lay out this framework of reconnecting with your emotions, restoring your body, reframing your beliefs, renewing your spirit. And, and once you've done those things, reinventing your routines to make them stick. Um, but I do firmly believe that I could have been a truer version of myself earlier if I wasn't so concerned about um, acquiring status and playing the rules uh, of the corporate arena. Now, don't get me wrong, like playing those rules had some benefits. You know, it, it certainly, sure. <laughs> it certainly, I, I certainly acquired some things and, and that allows me to live a comfortable life now. Um, however, 
I sacrificed so much. And um, when I when I um, wrote about this in the in the book, suppressing so much of yourself shows up in your body. It, it shows up in your spirit or mm. it dampens who you are. And so um, I do want people to know that, you know, anytime you're being yourself, that is it's not necessarily easy depending on the circumstance, but it's worthwhile. If you can get more comfortable with following your natural instincts, following your values, and sometimes that may mean you need to move into a different environment um, because there certainly are places that are toxic that don't allow you to be who you are. That's a signal that you may need to pick up your things and and move to another environment where you can be the the fullest version of yourself that that makes you happy and, and more fulfilled in life. Really well said. And I love we me I have a tendency to try and separate all these things into my neat little buckets and this is where that goes and this is where this goes and this is da 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 da, da. And that's fine and well, but it's also flawed because all these things are interacting. So my spirit, my body, my mind, my career, all these things are touching one another. And to try to segment them off and to it's it's do that at your own peril. Yeah, I was the queen of compartmentalizing. Like I would just, I you could have a disaster happening. I, I'd be like in crisis at home, but would go to work and no one would know anything was happening. No one would be, you know, the wiser. And I would suffer in silence so much because I wanted to appear that I had it all together and had the answers. And I didn't want anyone to perceive me as being um, too a emotional or not as competent or whatever the thing. Um, but I did suffer at my own peril. To your point, I, I, I just developed a lot of stress-related illnesses um, because I was suppressing so much. And so now this book is actually the culmination of me learning to put it out there. And, and I struggled. It was, it was a decision point for me, right? I went through a lot. I could have not put it out to the world, but I found that it could be much more powerful to to strip back the layers, um, to show other people, and again, give people permission to be a more fuller, real human, whole version of themselves. I love it. Well, Regina, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for, for sharing your story and what you've learned, which will help so many other people to... Um, get closer to lead, leading whatever their version of a meaningful life is. So where can people learn more? Where can they get their copy of Do You, A Journey of Success, Loss, and Learning to Live a More Meaningful Life? Yes. Well, people can grab their copy on Amazon, um, also barnesandnobles.com, and hopefully in a book retailer near you. We're trying to push the book out to as many uh, local retailers as possible. Um, but also check me out um, on my website, reginalawless.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Regina Lawless or on Instagram at regina.lawless. I was going to ask if you're on Instagram after having worked at Instagram. So. <laughs> yes, yes. I, now, I have no secrets to the algorithm. I'm struggling right. on there like the rest of y'all. <laughs> 
but I am there. <laughs> That's awesome. If you enjoyed this much as I did, show Regina your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Pick up your copy of Do You, Journey of Success, Loss, and Learning to Live a More Meaningful Life. Um, at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, hopefully your local bookstore, and then go to reginalawless.com. Find her on LinkedIn as well as Instagram, and I'll certainly like all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Regina. Thanks, George. Until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.